Saint Pete Sam, and that's my brother Max Flowers, and this is Under the Influencer, a show where we sit down for a drink with the influential people of Tampa Bay, and one of the very influential people of Tampa Bay is here. I'm so excited to welcome artist, muralist, all of the things. Chad Mize is with us. Thank you for doing this. Thanks, kids. <laughs> Absolutely. This, also I realized today, is our 25th episode. <gasps> our 25th we hit, anniversary episode. <laughs> we hit, wait, what is that? Is that silver? What is 25? Mm, I don't know. What oh. are the thing? you know, there's like paper and Well, I'm on my second and wedding and it's cotton. <laughs> it's not that. Cotton. <laughs> cotton. <laughs> Happy oh, anniversary. Here's a t-shirt. 25th um, <laughs> anniversary. I think it's silver. This is the most important thing right now, obviously. <laughs> I. <laughs> it's silver. It's silver. All right. So, yeah. Well. <laughs> Thank you for joining us for our silver episode. Silver episode. <laughs> um, it's first of all, I need to clear the air for one second. Oh god. <laughs> well, so I have like a weird connection to you that I oh, I just think is hilarious. I knew you were going to bring it up. I knew. I was just like, I'm going to get this out of the way right now because I think it's so funny. What? Your what? Your Do partner I, Dan. Yeah. My what? husband now. Huh, oh. Officially, yeah, we got okay. married last year. That's right. Yeah. Yes. Oh my gosh. Congrats. So current we're not silver yet. <laughs> the first one is paper. That's, paper. I you think you'll be good at that just one. Give them a card. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for everything. Here's um, a sticker. He current owner of Uptown Eats, where oh. I was exactly yesterday having a breakfast sandwich, still my favorite in the city. Um he was the high school band director at St. Pete High. What a crazy small world that is. And yes. that was way before I met him. So we've been together 13 years now. Oh, so. my gosh. Oh, my gosh. That's the him I've been with my husband. Yeah. Wow. But, yeah, that yes, way before, way before. But, yes, he conducted all the shows we were in in high school, Sam and I. Um, always knew that we couldn't sing. Yeah, no, <laughs> stuck us in the back. <laughs> And I love like reconnecting with him kind of like through you and through the restaurant. And I'll tell you, after all these years, like 20 some odd years now, every time I walk into Uptown Eats, it's like the same reaction as it was in high school. Hi, Max. Hi. <laughs> That's what I get when I come home too. <laughs> what did you do now? <laughs> but I just needed to make that connection because I always like giggle about it. But, um, well, I told him this morning that I was coming here. <laughs> oh so my he goodness. said to say hi. Aww. <laughs> he Does said, he still, hi, Max. Hi, Max. <laughs> Does he still do anything musically? No. Uh, you know, he was a French horn player. And so he, I think I've heard him play once in 13 years. <laughs> wow. so we're we're going to bring that back. He's like yeah. a food but guy anyway. now, you know, with a restaurant. So, <laughs> well, that <laughs> breakfast sandwich. Whew, yeah. he, Next he's level. doing it right. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, enough about him. Um, so you, how, uh, like, as far as like the, the art world and where you've been, like how, where did it all start for you? Um, well, as from what, what I can remember as a kid, I was always doing art. I was known as the art kid growing up in school. And then I went to school for art. I got a BFA in visual communications. And then, uh, after college, I had no direction. 
And I ended up moving to Boston and my first job there, I was a caricature artist. So my background is caricature art. I used to draw in Faneuil Hall and stuff. (laughs) And I was doing that as a kid in bars when I was in uh, high school and stuff. So my true form of art is caricature art. Really? That's so interesting. So I have a question about that. Have you ever, (laughs) so with caricature art, they always accentuate one feature. Right. Have you ever like really offended somebody? Like my, is my nose really the prominent thing on my face? Uh, I would say that I'm a nice caricature. Okay. Artist, so, you, know, you give people better bodies, you know, bigger, like, longer Teeny, eyelashes. Yeah. yeah. So, but I could go, I could go all in if you want. Yeah, uh, that is hilarious. Yeah, but as a kid, I would draw my friend's parents in weird positions and like, you <laughs> oh know, different stuff like that, you know? Yes. And then my teachers, I'd always yeah. like draw them and stuff, so. I think there's of, probably still a market for that. Yeah. <laughs> it's fun. It's fun. And I like I like using humor with my art, um, so just kind of tongue-in-cheek, you know? I like to make people smile with the work I do. And So where did you, how did you end up sort of St. Pete? based and focused so i grew up down in bradenton anna marie island area and so i used to come up to st pete quite a bit when i was a kid go to janice for concerts um i graduated in 1992 from high school and uh, i've been in st pete for 20 years now so i moved here in 2003 from boston so i went up to boston stayed there for during my 20s and then came back down here wow when you when you were growing up were there like specific artists that you were really drawn to? <laughs> I didn't mean to make an art pun. As it came out of my mouth, I groaned. But like, were there, were there specific artists or styles that you really gravitated to that inspired what you do now? Well, I was really into Mad Magazine. So oh, I, oh that's, uh, that makes so, a lot of you know, sense. I like. I would get paid for my, um, I would mow lawns and get paid to do that. And then I would go straight to Circle K and get my Mad Magazine. (laughs) Um, So I was inspired by that. And when I was a kid, I actually went to New York City and I went to the pop shop that was Keith Haring's. Yes. So I was totally inspired by Keith Haring's work, the accessibility of his work, stickers, cards, buttons, T-shirts, all the stuff that I do now. You can definitely see some of that inspiration Mm -hmm. in your work. It has like a... A similar feel. Yeah, that. That it makes me feel the same energy. way. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah, kind of cartoon, simple, yeah. but busy and, you know, kind of messages and stuff. So, well, I'm kind of, I'm so curious about, you know, you have a lot of art that, in case anyone is listening and, and isn't familiar with your name, everyone listening has probably seen a mural or a piece of art that is done by you because it's all over St. Pete and a lot of it is sort of grew with the city mm-hmm. much like i think the one that a lot of people know is the the shirts that was like paris tokyo saint Pete, mm-hmm. and uh i'm just curious where did that idea come from because it seemed to land with that like huge blow up of the city yeah so next month i came up with that design 13 years ago so that was next month is 13 years um and that's not an original idea. You know, a yeah. lot of things aren't original. So I was, uh, the month before that, I was in LA and I was on Melrose and I bought a t-shirt that said Paris, London, Tokyo, Torrance. Came back to St. Pete. I was, I had a gallery at the time and I was like, this kind of works for St. Pete, dad, St. Pete at the bottom. And so I uh, made little prints of it and I feel like the design aspect of it, you couldn't put St. Petersburg at the bottom of yeah. it. It needs to be just St. Pete. So it fits in that box form. Yeah, yeah. And so I was selling the prints. People liked them. And then someone was like, oh, you should do a T-shirt. And I had done T-shirts in the past and always failed miserably. 
Um, <laughs> so I ended up doing one run and it just took off. And so since then I've sold so many of those shirts. I mean, that shirt has really allowed it's, me yeah. to be an artist in a way, you know, it, it's like a residual. It's like being on a sitcom and getting a check every month for, you know, something that you created. And, you know, there's been like other versions of it. I've done a sports version, Ray Buck. Right yes. So, uh, yeah. Is it that, do you get that feeling with that? Like, <laughs> like when I'm making a TikTok or something and I spend two days like shooting, lighting, set design, Coaching costumes. The you stay there. <laughs> and it gets, you know, five likes but then i'll like just take one random picture of the cat and it gets like twenty thousand. like do you do you feel like that with that t-shirt design like it's something so simple compared to the things i've seen like these intricate murals and things like well i'm a less is more person yeah so even with my art i don't i like kind of less is more um and i feel like that's a classic design you know it's gonna probably stand the test of time iconic at this point yeah and it also was all about like the timing of it because that you know 10 years ago was when saint pete started shifting into more of a desirable place and i felt like it kind of went with i mean the original idea was very tongue-in-cheek but i feel like now it kind of makes sense because we are on the map with artistic stuff and museums and kind of a desirable place yeah. to be but it's still tongue-in-cheek it's, yeah, at the end of the day it's it's amazing yeah like like sam was saying like there's so many things like now i, I see you on the side of buses yeah. i see like uh, so many buildings throughout the city like so many we'll share them on insta but yeah, I what mean, is his name the sun he has a name. mr sun mr sun mr sun and he is everywhere yeah, and that's based off of a character from the 1940s created by jack swenningson who worked for griffin advertising so I had done the mural of it on the 600 block and we were doing an art show called uh, Berg is the Word. And I was like, oh, let's do a, you know, I always loved that character. I was like, let's do a big mural of him. And that became kind of popular. But um, when the bus wanted me to do the art for the side of it, you know, that was part of the story. It's like, I didn't create the original, but I'm carrying on Jack's work. Mm -hmm. And that's what he created, Mr. Sun, was to kind of promote St. Pete back in that time. And I ended up meeting his daughter through this oh, whole wow. process. She lives in St. Pete. She's in her mid to late 70s. And I got to go to J- Jack's home and go through all his memorabilia. <gasps> wow. That so I feel cool. part of the family. Yeah. And she always says, she goes, you remind me of my brother. Like, like I guess her brother died early on in the 60s. And I'm like, maybe I'm part of the family in some way, you know? Like, you've, you, you've just been taken in by, by, by the Mr. universe. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, whenever I tell the story about Mr. Sun, I never want to take claim for creating that. I want mm-hmm. people to know who actually started that. And it's important to carry on that, you know? That's beautiful. Yeah. If I think about a bus, I see the sun. <laughs> yeah. I don't yeah. see a bus. I just see the sun now. Well, yeah. I, I, I smile every time I see it. <laughs> around the corner if I'm out on the beach and, you know, see it come around the it's pretty cool. What would you consider a, your the piece of art that felt the most um, fulfilling as in 
trying to think of the right word, just like you still think about as like just something that was iconic for you, whether it was an impact on the community or something different you did. Mm, Well, I think, you know, so my background is design. And before I started doing mural work, I was a web guy. And so I did like flash animation and stuff like that. So that was my whole like world before doing murals. So back in the day when I had Blue Lucy, which was the uh, 600 block gallery, that's where kind of the mural started. Mm-hmm. Um, I had done that Twiggy mural, which is right by Mr. Sun. So that, oh, was my, yeah. that was my very first mural I ever did, like large scale. Oh, that was going to be my question. I was curious. And people, you know, really love that mural. I mean, of course, now there's a fence in front of it, but it's still up like almost 10 years later. And so that's kind of the entry into what I do now full time is murals. And I just have a like soft spot in my heart to that piece. And when I first moved to St. Pete, I was doing a lot of art based on the supermodel Twiggy. And so that's just a grand, bigger scaled version of the art I was doing. So, and I love the color palette. It's like pastel. Yeah. It's like a little uh, almost faded yeah. in it, but like intentionally. It's, yeah. it's so. And beautiful. compared to a lot of the other murals in that area, they're more bright and colorful. Exactly. And it's more subdued. Mm-hmm. And so that one I like a lot. Does it like. How does it make you feel like knowing it may not necessarily always be there? Like it's on a building that could possibly be knocked down for condos, which happens every day, it seems now. (laughs) Like, is it something that you're just like, well, when it goes, it goes. Yeah, you have to, like street art, you kind of have to let it go. Yeah. I mean, I've taught children street art or mural stuff, and that's kind of the first lesson. It's like mural art is temporary, especially it's not a museum. And yeah. people come become really attached to these murals. You know, you be you have your favorites and then one day you drive by and it's gone. It's like you gotta take photos of it and appreciate it for it when it's there. Yeah, you oh, there's so many I mean, I think about, you know, another a favorite of mine in the city is that big Maryland one that uh, Vitali mm-hmm. did. And I'm like, I know that building's gonna go soon. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. that's a just huge, stunning piece and yeah. I'm just waiting for that day. Cause I always like that big shark. The big oh, red yeah. shark on shark the Floridian. Tooth. That one's cool. That's that was for the cool. first year of Shine. Oh, was it? Mm-hmm. And you're a big part of the Shine mm-hmm. mural yep. fest. I'm one of the curators now. So I've been with Shine since the inception. I was asked to be a part of that team. And I was kind of the yes man in the beginning. It was like <laughs> filling up lifts with gas <laughs> and <laughs> basically fucking up and putting <laughs> diesel on yeah. ones that were supposed to be unleaded. <laughs> And huffing gas in my scion. (laughs) Yes. But, you know, over time, as being a part of it, I've moved up and helped curate and stuff. So this year is year nine. Wow. And uh, next year will be year 10. So it's. That's been a huge part of St. Pete's culture and what we're it's, all about. It's huge yeah. now. I mean, now it's, I think it's entered meme culture where people like almost make fun of like, oh God, watch <laughs> out. Oh, you got 20 minutes. The yeah. Shine Festival's right. crossing the street now. Right. <laughs> yeah. So it'll be, that one's coming up in October, October 13th through the 22nd uh, is the date. Very yeah. cool. Soon. So with the Shine Mural Fest, do you... You are painting over other murals at times, well, right? Or do you try to find new walls? A little bit of both. <laughs> at this point, now that we're nine years in, these murals do fade over time. Mm-hmm. Uh, that big Ricky Watts one that was behind the 600 block, the uh-huh. rainbow. Oh, yes. Kinda, that one had faded. So last year we had a new artist out of uh, Spain paint over that one. So, Oh, that, the, was that the one that had like the... Yeah. rainbows all like yeah. interchange and now it's oh. got a like old ladies like sun tanning ones like on a lobster oh phone. okay yeah, oh, yeah 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 yes i have seen them yeah so uh you know that's just the nature of street art you know um 
And do like so for this, like do do buildings like want you to come or do, well, in the beginning, do you seek they, out the walls or like yeah. how, what is that process? Well, in the beginning, it was hard to get walls because yeah. people didn't really know what it was about. But uh-huh. after they see what it does and the impact it has, they now, you know, these building owners do pay for their walls to be done. Uh, and they get a really good rate based on what I charge. So, you know, mm-hmm. like, yeah, yeah. So shine is actually great for an art, for a business to have because they're getting this world renowned artist typically like, yeah. you know, and it's like a nominal charge. I love the ones that are on theme with whatever the business is like the one vet's office has is like covered in cats and dogs yeah. oh, like i think yeah. <laughs> that's really cool and then the added bonus i feel like for them is all the girls like me who want to go take instagram pictures yeah. in front of their i was business. gonna say i know at least four profile <laughs> pictures i've had in front of murals in this city and yeah. i wasn't even living here at the yeah. time and yeah. i'm like <laughs> i would just take the bike around when i would visit I'm like mom i'm gonna go out for a bike ride which i just like to do and i would just i would go up through central mm-hmm. through this and this was even like 10 years ago when it wasn't even a lot but it was like so cool to see having grown up here like this re-celebration of the city and this new life through these murals. It's just like what it's become now mm-hmm. is so amazing and incredible. Right. Well, I also tell artists, you know, that when I'm running the gallery, I'm like, if you could do a mural, do one because it really elevates your brand, right? You people see it, not, they don't have to walk into a gallery. A lot of people won't walk into a gallery. So it's like art for art's sake on the street and you can put your, you know, hashtag on it or whatever. And, your handle and it just elevates. Mm-hmm. So yeah. It's good. I saw, so we've had on the podcast, our friend Ezra Sumbler, who mm-hmm. I went to high school with. Ezra, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, um, you know, he started with those line drawings and they just took off and he did his first mural. I think, was it last year? Yeah, Shine it was through uh, Shine. Yeah. yeah. We did a community project along the trail. On the trail. It's right behind Good Intentions, mm-hmm. actually. So it's, it's, it's cool to see them, you know, take that and run with it. Cause it's probably difficult to think, oh my gosh, I'm drawing on paper and now I have to draw this yeah. really big. Well, it's a lot different, you know, <laughs> when you're in the elements, you know, mm-hmm. like right now it's like brutal outside. Ugh, just to do a mural. <laughs> One thing I've always wondered too is, so if you're a business and you're saying, okay, let's, I want a mural. Does the artist have to tell them what they're going to paint or is it a surprise? Um, I think it depends, right? So when I get hired, I usually work with the client and I do like digital renderings and stuff. And I would say personally, I'm more of a kind of commercial artist. Mm -hmm. I'm willing to work with the color palettes and the, the imagery but I don't, I, at this point I'm not painting your logo on the wall, you know, like I'm going to do my art style, yeah. but they're also approaching me for that. Mm-hmm. So, but I've worked my way up to that. You know, in the beginning I was doing whatever I could just to get the work. Um, so it just depends on the relationship and what they want. Mm-hmm. And I saw you're, you're about to do a huge mural. Yeah. This is at the new Sprouts. Mm-hmm. It's over on Fowler by USF, like a uh, university mall. They're redoing yeah. that whole, I got hired by Rhythm, which is a uh, development company out of New York that's redeveloping that whole area. And it just so happens to be on the side of Sprouts, but it's a 30 feet w- high by 45 feet wide. Uh, <laughs> that's a lot oh of feet. My God. How long does that take? How long will that project? I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> is that the biggest you've done? It, it is, is the process, Sam. It's an artist done, process. I did a parking garage last year, <laughs> but it was just kind of pieces of the parking garage. So that was a big one. Oh but this God. one, I think just the whole wall is like the largest I've done. I'm really excited to do it. 
That's wow. going to be So where do you start with your uh, design there? I mean, you don't have to tell us what it's going to be, but where does your head go first? Like small yeah. piece of paper, like here's what we're well, doing. Well, to get the gig, I had to kind of present some styles and then they kind of picked. So I'm doing, I call it my free flow doodle. So um, it's going to be kind of my most natural form of art, uh, which for me makes me less stressed because I could just get up on the wall and start painting. I'm mm -hmm. not having to, I mean, I plan it out. That's the way I am, but it's just uh, kind of exciting to do my own art mm -hmm. up on the wall. But, you know, I'm going to, basically it's going to be a whole bunch of elements about that area, which is like USF, Mosey, Bush Gardens. It's going to have all these different stuff for <gasps> relating to that. <laughs> That's so cute. That is that. so cute. Okay. It's cool to see a huge corporation like that, huge company, still have an appreciation for a local artist and wanting to bring that element. Yeah. Well, what was crazy is like I got hired through that development company and then just so happened last Sunday the president of Sprouts was on site with them and they told him about the mural and he's like, wow, we haven't ever done this at any Sprouts. This is a good idea. Maybe we should start doing them at all the Sprouts. And I'm like, that would be really cool. Just oh, tapping into local culture. <laughs> what? what an amazing idea. <laughs> but like I said, my concept is about creating something that's very specific to that location. You know, what's around there. Mm -hmm. So maybe that's kind of the, um, inspiration for every sprouts throughout there you know like they're i think they're based in california or like arizona or something i love that that makes it just makes sense now if you could do the new whole foods going in yeah. on 38 <laughs> that would be lovely it's right by my house Is we're it? all really upset about it and i feel like a mural might make us hate it less <laughs> So um, I, we talked briefly before we started, but you're also redoing, you redid one of the little old Northeast statues, not statues, know, we, monument. We can't decide what to call those things. Because still. there's a well. And then I actually asked historic old Northeast once about the well. And they told me there's four or five wells, but they're not wells. They're monuments of wells. They, they're like, they look like wells. But they're so small. There's no way it could be a... Well, were wells that small? No. Well, no. the one I was working on was not a well. <laughs> no, there <d> <laughs> was like... <laughs> it was just a concrete yeah. monument. It was like a... I was uh, jokingly saying it was a uh, nine square foot artist studio <laughs> like, for four grand on Beach Drive. So there was no room for like creepy little girls to like no. come out and <laughs> like haunt us no. through our no. dreams. Um, yeah, they're, I, I guess they're supposed to... They're like neighborhood... Um, they markers. mark the corners of the neighborhood. Yes. Yeah, like entryways. Yes. Yeah. And those actually, they're not historic. I thought they like were really what? old. They were made to look old. I think they were done like maybe 30 to 40 years ago. I feel lied to. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they were, yeah, because they were there our whole life. Yeah. And yeah. we grew up kind of in that neighborhood. Yeah. But... Well, anyway, it's cool to see that they want to refresh something yeah. that I thought was they very old. They them up. They were very beige before. Yeah. So, Which uh, one was the one that you were working on? I ended on? up doing the one by the Vinoy. So it's on Beach Drive and 5th. Oh, right okay. There. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, so I was approached by the historic uh, Old Northeast Neighborhood Association, HANA. And um, 
they wanted and i was like oh like you don't want to make it too garish right i mean i'm like i'm not gonna do my doodle style <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to doodle dicks on it. Uh, I really <laughs> wish you would. So I do pattern work. So pattern. Some woman from the Historic Association <laughs> is out there like. <laughs> <laughs> I might have hidden one. In it's a, I hope so. Yeah. But I ended up doing like a hex block pattern that went with kind of the look of the yeah. piece. And, uh, you know, it looks really cool. You know, it's. You, definitely notice it but more like now that it's brighter and freshened up so it is and it it's so true because when when you were saying that when sam was talking to the society she, she was like there's four of them and you just kind of accept them for what they're you know you see something every day yeah. and it's like that yeah. you don't even process What's the it story behind that and, and you it don't takes think about it. it being pointed out or repainted to suddenly be like Hey, mm-hmm. that's cool. Yeah. Well, we went to, I really enjoyed what you did for Pride Month at mm. Space. Yeah. And your, your new space. New space. 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 Which is, what street is that on? It's, so it's um, uh, 28th Street South. 28th Street South. 855. So it's right near the Pinellas Trail, kind of near the factory, right? You know, when you get off the interstate, but... Um, last, you know, I had a gallery for five years called Mize, my last name, and I was ready to take a break. And that was last year. So I had done like 55 exhibits there. I was doing one a month. It was a lot, but I needed to pay my rent. So I was mm-hmm. doing one a month. And so Which was the, next to Uptown Eats, yes, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> so by the end of that, I was like ready. I was really fatigued because I work full time doing stuff and running that. But it was a project that I want. I was committed to. I did it. And by the end of it, I was ready to take a break. So I was approached by St. Pete Distillery who space is on their property. And I had worked with them in the past on some design work and murals. So I had a working relationship with them and they were like, Hey, we have this building. We'd love to do an art centric something in it. And so I went and saw it and I'm like, wow, this is amazing. Cause it's a, it's a, like a bus. Yeah. Terminal, it was an right? old bus depot. Okay, so it's yeah. where PSTA would have the buses like service, like oil changes and okay. rotations and stuff. And it's a huge property. It's 23 acres like on this. Oh property. my gosh. It I don't think I realized massive. that. So the bus is the, the bus terminals on that, but the whole property is 23. It's near Gibbs, you know, it's in between Gibbs and like the warehouse hard district. So I said yes. And I took it on. And so I was basically given this space. I'm paying no rent for a year. Oh, wow. So for me as an artist, that just opens doors, right? Uh. And like you can be really creative when you're not thinking about the dollar. So I can go into this and like just do really cool stuff and not have to think about the overhead. And this is a moment in time, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. This this area is eventually going to be developed. So it's just cool to be a part of it. And now we're actually going to be doing Indie Flea there. I saw that. So in November, that'll be up for the whole like duration of their um, season. And so that's a really exciting, and it's a perfect venue for them. It's yeah. absolutely, and they needed to grow. I mean, that, yeah. that, that Indie Flea was getting so packed for even the space it was in. So I think that'll be, perfect spot um, well, rosie who runs nd flea approached us to do it and i was like this is like a win-win you know mm-hmm. and the distillery is really excited about it because they can serve on the property property their spirits and oh, stuff oh well that's going to elevate the experience yeah. <laughs> yes <laughs> uh it it makes so much sense and it makes it such a destination too mm-hmm. i mean it, you know being on central of course it was nice that you could just wander around but it's like i'm going to do that anyway yeah now this gives me an excuse to complete my whole loop of <laughs> the vintage marche and all of these other right, things right. Uh, and you can even ride your bike there it's like right on the trail so yes. it's easy to get to so. so will you aim to curate 
different art for each indie flea or what what will the art um, movement be like i'm probably so there's a little back room that we have where we had our merch and stuff so we're going to keep that for space and i'll probably have like my work and some other artists back there but um i'm just doing quarterly events uh curation for what i'm doing there my next one is dark which is the shine finale so it's october 21st it's a saturday night and mm-hmm. it's a dark theme show Ooh, that'll and we're gonna it's a two weekend run and the second weekend we're gonna have a castle goth night so we're gonna <gasps> do like a whole like dj with you know the lights turn oh around. and it'll be spooky season. it'll be like halloween weekend <laughs> it'll be yeah. fun oh my okay <laughs> this might be this might be worth me taking a saturday off yeah you know? Because the last two parties you've done there are so cool looking. Uh, Well, you know, like for us, it's all about that opening night. Yeah. Like so for the Slash Show Hotbox, which was the Pride Show, we had drag queens in jail. We had this amazing opera singer that was wearing like a corset and thigh high boots singing, belting out. Like I need love by Donna Summer, and it was like you had to experience it. People really like react to it, you know. And for me, as an artist and a gallery owner i was always focused on 2d art so i have this big space now to do these large theatrical like you know it's all art forms poetry readings and singing and dj and all the stuff yeah there there was everything yeah i woke up that next morning and that was my entire instagram story feed i'm like huh Uh the fomo i was like no i'm taking off for the next one but we did go like the next morning because it was like daytime events too there was like really amazing poetry and really cool like it's just such an amazing place for all of that and it can really breathe in there and i feel like you know i was doing all those monthly shows before and i feel like now that i'm doing these quarterly things it makes it more special Mm -hmm. so it's like you have to go to it to see it exactly or you could watch the like live feed or something but still being there you feel the feel the energy and it's enough time between to yeah. like yeah. get the excitement because it's we, enough time for us to create something big you know it yeah, takes a can, lot of time to actually create these things and get all these people together and the artists to create new work because i always want fresh new work with my shows i don't want you to throw in an old piece that you've had lying around so yeah it's very specific because a, a monthly thing is actually pretty quick like yeah that's a commitment i feel like any event i've ever done in restaurants it was like a monthly thing or like oh my god what are we doing this month okay and it ends up just being a rush to get it done but we're quarterly you can really kind of breathe into that yeah and i'm I'm a big i'm a big planner so in my life um you know running the gallery with all those uh curated shows i give the artists like four to five months to create the work so i'm planning out way in advance in terms of but it's all happening one after another. So, how do you reach out and find the artists? Is that just sort of like its own community? Well, at this point, I have a lot of people approaching me that want to be involved. So I kind of, you know, go through their work. But I have such a vast um, collection of artists, you know, that I've used over years that I know that follow through, that present, that finish their work on time, that present a professional way. So I'm not lacking in that at all. At this point, you show up and somebody's got a diorama. <laughs> like, but it's so good. <laughs> it's nice that we're not lacking for creativity in no, this city. It no. so makes me happy. And I'm, you know, I end up being in that world. I get in the my buyers are moving here. So there's a lot of people moving from big cities that have money in their pocket to spend, which is, that's the beauty of the growth of St. Pete. Back 20 years ago, we were all swapping art with each other and like <laughs> hoping that we'd sell something. 
But now it's a different story. Although the bad thing is that a lot of these artists can't afford to live here. Yeah. So, I mean, the, the rents are so high or, you know, now you can't afford to buy a home here. So that's the sad part. But. It's such a, it, and it's such a, a, a piece of history that repeats itself over yeah. and over again. It's like, can't we learn to celebrate what made this city so great in the beginning and the people who made it cool and not price them out of where they lived and mm-hmm. like celebrate what they did and reward them. And uh, it's just so frustrating to see. I hope it just doesn't <sighs> explode. Yeah. Explode. I feel like I think about my first little studio apartment I had in old Northeast. I don't remember what year, probably 2012, 11. And I paid four fifty a month. No. for a studio in in the middle of old northeast and you probably were like yeah but somebody, a lot of money <laughs> yeah i was like oh my gosh how many shifts do i need to work yeah but somebody died in that too so oh yeah you know <laughs> before or after during while i was, well, doing it. It was next to her neighbor oh no. yeah you know R. that's R. actually the second apartment and i, I had the fortunate <laughs> You found her? I had no, I, I was there uh, visiting and I was with Sam, and we're like, something's wrong. There's a lot of flies. Oh, <laughs> There's no. a lot of flies on that window. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. You know, that's, I've lived in two apartments now that somebody has died directly either <laughs> under me or next well, to me. That's funny, but. So don't don't move next to Sam. <laughs> don't move. Next well, now to I live Sam. in a home, so maybe that broke the cycle, but yeah, it's a weird. No, it's, it has latched time. itself to you. <laughs> Like, that dark entity. Yeah. <laughs> this is getting dark. Oh gosh! Wow. I'm a horror movie the guy. The show. The show. I'll, do a, I'll do a reading about my apartment experiences. We'll just play this portion of the podcast. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Oh my gosh, we should do a live podcast. <laughs> we do need to do a live yeah. podcast one day. Do you one ever day. do on location or is it? We want to yeah. eventually. Yeah. Um, Have you ever heard of that lunch with Bruce? It's like on, I listen to like um, XM, but it's Andy Cohen. Uh, um, but they, but it's always the, all you can hear is the clanking of the, the silverware and like the <laughs> people smacking and stuff. Oh really? Oh my gosh. <laughs> They're like eating like salad. and. Like, yeah. I think that's the hardest part is making sure that you're still sounding appealing and right. somebody's not annoyed by it. Yeah. But it would be cool. It'd be cool. I think if we can slightly downscale the equipment, we could do it fairly easily, but yeah. you could do it on the streets of St. Pete. That's what I really, okay. So this is like a dream episode for me is to just like wander downtown and find like the squirrel guy in old Yeah, Pete. just yes. interview random. And like the guy, like all these like local legends that yeah. everybody knows the about. The guy who wears yeah. the short shorts at right. public. Oh, and yeah. just be like, what's your deal? Like what, right. what, like how did you meet the squirrels? Like yeah. this is like a dream episode. So universe, <laughs> make this happen. Because there's so many like characters. Maybe that we'll we get all the, the Segway tour to sponsor remember, us. Have you ever seen the guy on Treasure Island that like walks up and down Treasure Island? Um, Ooh, maybe. Maybe. Because I'm out yeah. there fairly often. Yeah. We so. could do an episode of just the guys with metal detectors asking them what they found. <laughs> <laughs> What's your biggest find? <laughs> we have plans. Big plans. Big plans. <laughs> Big plans. <laughs> yeah. Sounds fun. Yeah. And, but like, so for you, like, what are your like next big plans? You got new. Um, well, you know, I'm just continuing with my mural stuff. I think every 
project leads to another. I have a kind of cool story that happened recently. So I was working on a project at this foodie labs. I just finished it. It's on the arts exchange I property. I just saw that on Instagram. And so the, the owner and I were talking and we just happened to talk about El Cap. And so my memory is I came out to my father at El Cap like 20, oh almost no. 19 Gosh. years ago. So it was just like, I have this memory of my dad when I think of El Cap. And so I told her that, and then I got home and I always do like graphics. I just post like random funny stuff or things on my mind. And I posted this thing and it said, I came out to my dad and then I did, drew the L cap sign and it had it underneath it. And so I got all these like people liked it and commenting on it. And then the day after that, the, the new owner of L cap contacted me <gasps> And he's like, I really love that story. And I've been thinking about you. And it's so weird that you posted that. And he's like, I want a mural on El Cap. Oh. So I'm meeting with him on Monday oh. to talk about a mural. Two and I'm like, this legends is so, you combined. Know when, like, happens, <laughs> wow. It's, like, it's just that beautiful and I'm, full circle moment. And it's really about yeah. being natural and being authentic and being true. And I feel like once I came out as a person and I could be 100% myself, that's when things lifted for me and my career took off. And, and when be, was that? Well, I mean, I came out 20 years ago to my family. Yeah. But I think just in, in terms of who I am as an individual and a community leader, I do a lot of like pride stuff. And I just, you know, I think when I started my art career, like 25 years ago, I wanted to be a certain way. But once I became myself, that's when I really became, you know, true. And yeah, it was real. It's yeah, that's it. You don't have that blockage. And my anymore. generation's different. You know, I'm older, so like we didn't come out when we were in high school. Yeah, no. So it was a lot different back then, you mm -hmm. know. We all tried to hide it and you know, like you could be a little gay. Yeah. <laughs> a little yeah, yeah, but no, I even myself, yeah, I all through high school, I mean, even though I did like have my little high school sweetheart that we we hid from the world because it was wrong. <laughs> even though I have like literally the most supportive family ever. Yeah. But at the time, like you feel like it's wrong. Well, it's not even yeah. just your family. It's like society. You just feel, stuff. yeah, like, well, this isn't, we, can, we can't be doing this. This is wrong. And that's that also my, makes it better. That's something I actually like about St. Pete when I moved here was that's when they first started Pride. And uh -huh. I'm like, I want to move to a city that supports that, you know? And we're, I always say we're like this little blue wart on a red dick of the u.s you know we're like in our little blue wart world and you know like we're in our bubble and mm -hmm. we feel safe here and i don't want that to leave you know yeah. as much as florida's changing with the political system I feel and all like the people moving here it's like you better come correct right. <laughs> don't mess I'm it like, up yeah and i'm like i feel like we have something to stand on and if like people do give you problems you're like do you know where you are yeah do you, you know, do you know, know what city you you're in mm -hmm. like you are standing on the rainbow <laughs> intersection. Yes. I'm like, go back North County. Get <laughs> out of here. Yeah. <laughs> Sam was, um, I guess, technically the first family member that I came out to uh, when she came to visit me in New York one time. Because by the time I moved to New York, I was 18 and I was there for maybe a year or two. But at that point, yeah. And I had kind of gotten, you know, once you're up there, everybody's gay. You know, you could just be whoever you want to be. Yeah. So I was like kind of out in that world up there. But I, there was still the Florida world that mm -hmm. I was living in. And Sam came up to visit. And I realized like we were going to, I think, a friend's birthday party mm -hmm. or something. And I was like, oh, I'm not going to do this charade. I'm not going to even try to yeah. negotiate this. And like, we went to a bar. And, um what did I say? It was like. You said, do I need to tell you that I'm gay? 
Because by that point, I mean, we were pretty, we were close enough in age that we had a lot of mutual friends that had like said things to me and I would defend you to the end. I'm like, no, I think I punched a kid at theater camp, actually. I'm not Sam's history of violence <laughs> unfolds on this podcast what is, what are, how, more and more. How close are you guys in age? Two and a half, three years, okay. depending on the time of so year. So you were in like high school two, together? Yeah. Yeah. Point, yeah. So yeah. she was a freshman when I was a senior. Okay. So that's me and my one sister. Overlap. We're like yeah. three years mm-hmm. difference. Yeah. But at that point, I just, I knew it, but I needed you to tell me it. So you told me that and I'm like, no, it's fine. She had this one <laughs> moment of like, Surprise! Like just that I had said yeah. it out loud, but then this immediate no. Nah, yeah. Yeah, 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 it was yeah. almost like a relief because yeah. I always yeah. felt this like I was like, oh, I need to defend when people I hear that rumor or something, and then now it was like, okay, good. <laughs> okay. And I was like, <laughs> like I was never really at that point scared to talk about it, but I just didn't know how because it wasn't like I was seeing anybody serious at the time. I was up there just living my best life in New York, just right. doing whatever I wanted. So I'm like. You know, I'm not going to tell my mom anything because, like, what do I have to tell her, right. you know? But then once I started dating my now husband in my early, tw- like, mid-20s, I was like, oh, God, I can't keep saying this friend. Right. Like, my roommate. This, this, this guy's going to be around, I can tell. <laughs> they spent a lot of time together. Yeah. <laughs> and it's amazing now because our families are are so accepting and like our family and Jesus's family. I mean, they're, we're all together. We just all had dinner on Sunday. So it's just beautiful to see how it all, how it all grows. Yeah. Well, you know, as a youth, I never thought I'd be married. So for me, like it's kind of, and I, even Dan and I, we never thought about getting married, but last year it just hit me. I was like, you know what? I want to get married. And so I just feel like there is that bond, you know, and I feel somewhat normal now, you know, I want, to be, I want to be miserable just like everybody. Yeah. I, I want to just whine about the dishes and taking <laughs> out the trash like normal people. Yeah, but it, Even it, just it, being able to say my husband. Yeah. It's good. My husband. And I, and I, I never wear jewelry, yeah. so I have my ring and like I... I just like look at it all the time and I'm like, or I play with it. That's, yeah. That's literally the only, well, now I have the, the permanent jewelry that Monica gave <laughs> you, me for her wedding that has not fallen off. The last surviving permanent jewelry of all the bridesmaids. This thing is never, and I am violent with this. I like, <laughs> I, I swim, I, I bartend and it hasn't fallen off. But yeah, other than that, I'm like, like I, jewelry anything on my body i'm very aware of and then i'd start sweating more i don't know i don't know what that's all about i used to be a swatch guy (laughs) though i was like oh my gosh you were a swatch guy i was like swatches like wow i used to learn about my several at a time back in the like 80s really but that's also that fun kind of art it's sort of like it was it was an art piece they were collectors yeah they were collections and stuff Mm. oh my god Gosh. But now with phones, I don't want like a f- watch on me. I'll just check my phone for the time. I know. I know. I see people always like all about their expensive watches. I have I the like, Apple watch. Do you use it but I only anything? wear it during the week because Sam pulls it, up her watch. Because it bings. And yeah. Do you talk through I that? Only if, <laughs> only if I've misplaced my, my mom. Phone. My mom will be like walking and she calls me and I'm like, get off your wa- Apple watch. I can't hear you. It's not the best quality, but I will be like, I can't find my phone. <laughs> I'm on my watch. <laughs> um, I and I'll like ask them. Oh no! Now it now it thinks I lost my phone. No. no. <laughs> <laughs> 
know it's always listening. I don't it like is, that. It is always listening. I My forgot. favorite is the Apple Watch will be like, if you sit too long, it'll be like, time to stand. And you'll be like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> Stop oh, telling me what to wow. do. Wow. Absolutely like, not. No, that's aggressive. <laughs> God. Um, I forgot about my Swatch era, man. That that really took yeah. me for a minute. Graphically, they were so cool. They were so know? cool. And they have like limited edition one. Yeah. I remember there was a Keith Haring one. There was a Keith Haring. I had one. I don't remember if it was a specific artist, but I remember it was like very much like like a Mediterranean cityscape on the water. <laughs> <laughs> I could see like all the buildings up on the mountains, and that was like on my watch. Yeah. I was like, that was when I was like, you know cool like I'm a, I'm a europe i'm very european that was, I went through that, that was phase. capri phase i went through like a capri <laughs> well back in the day they had the whole like clothing and stuff and bags yes. so when i was in middle school like probably 86 that was when swatch was really big that was when it really you had hit. swatch guards and all the stuff but i always wanted one of those wall swatches oh, like the clock. oh yeah my God. and so i have one now because a client of mine owned an antique store on Central, and she ended up finding out that I <gasps> like Swatch, and she gave me one. That's and, cool to have. Uh, but it was a dream as a kid. I never got it. When I, cool. um, I remember going to New York City to one of our first trips, and like going to the Swatch Mecca was like a big deal. Like the Swatch store? Yeah, yeah. The, the one in Times Square. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we, we I had to get all the Times Square stuff out of my system like the first year we went there. <laughs> I know. Well, we went for a honeymoon last year and we went and saw a play and it was, I hate that area, like walking it's through it. It's truly awful. And, yeah. it, and now, like post-pandemic, it's even worse. It's It's gotten so bad. I always thought the weirdest part of it was all those people in the costumes trying to get you to take pictures with them. Like, yeah. I don't want a picture with Elmo in Times Square. <laughs> and like, I don't, I didn't come here for that. No, <laughs> Minnie Mouse is holding her head in her hand coming up to me. Smoking I'm like, a cig. <laughs> horrifying creature, get away from me. Methy Mouse. That's the weirdest thing. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, there's a doodle there. Nothing mouse. Thank that. Nothing mouse. Nothing mouse. <laughs> oh my god! Uh, Did you guys ever know of Sugar? Like the guy that was like transient here, but he was also in New York City. So he was popular. I want to say like 2012, 13 in St. Pete, but he wore like a Cinderella outfit from Party City. Oh, oh, and he would perform on the familiar. corner, like the, but he like sung Britney Spears songs. I I feel like I've seen him in New York. Yeah, actually. so he was in St. Pete for a while on, on the six hundred block. And oh my, Brutalicious was a coffee shop. They yeah. named a coffee oh, drink after that. him. It was like he was there so much. No way. But he was like in Miami and New York, and it was kind of like referencing that Paris, London, Tokyo, St. Pete. If she yeah. in your town, you know you've arrived. Oh my god. The naked god. cowboys next. Yes. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> <laughs> What other um, projects do you have uh, in the pipeline right now? I do have one show I'm curating for Green Bench. So oh. Green Bench is celebrating their 10-year anniversary in September, which is oh. crazy to think they've been around that long. God. But um, back in the day, I uh, curated art shows in their courtyard area. So we created like a whole like hanging system on the wall there. And so the last show they did was the week when the pandemic hit in March. And it was oh. one we did called the Good Old Tampa Bay Art Show. 
And so these art shows actually, it's a panel concept. So I give each artist a panel to work on. And then there's a theme. And this one, this theme is called, the show's called Fun Set. And it's all like old St. Pete and it meets new St. Pete. And so that's the theme of the show. But the uh, it's a one night only event at Green Bench. It's uh, September 28th. Oh, cool. that's the set. You're the second time recently we've referenced Green Bench because they're also doing the Webbsminster dog, dog show. Yeah. <laughs> I want to put my dog Cookie in that. You oh. should. Yeah. Uh, what kind of dog do you have? Boston Terrier, which I heard you didn't know the breed. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and I did hear about it. <laughs> You're like she just has some mutt. Can confirm she has well one is, is definitely a mutt. And yeah. she's entering that one, Mouse, into uh-huh. the competition. And Mouse is a star, let me tell you. Mouse is uh, some weird mix of mm-hmm. like American, <laughs> it's a beautiful, wonderful mix. <laughs> <laughs> of, like an Iconic, um, unique. Like stunning sleigh, Rare. the house down boots. Um, like American, dog. American bully, some other bull terrier something and a frenchie okay so imagine like a small short almost like the body of like an english bulldog but like a frenchie kind of face and it's like maybe 10 like a foot high if that like but it is sturdy she's iconic (laughs) iconic she found her i like that her name is mouse mouse well she came with that name she was um i believe again Fact check me, Jenny. Uh, I believe it was Friends of Strays or one of the societies, the rescue societies around here. And she saw it on Instagram and stopped her car, called them. She's like, is Mouse still available? I'm on my way. And it, like that day, she was I need this. I need to get this dog. I need to get this dog. And got well, mouse. when you adopt dogs, typically you won't know what they are. But now, mm. you know, they have DNA. That's what yes. she did. She didn't know what it mm. was because she was like, is this going to get giant? They told yeah. me it wouldn't. And she wasn't sure. And so that's she, wild to have that. Like, she posted on, on Instagram, like the whole, like, this is what DNA.com. <laughs> I, recently I recently did the uh, ancestry or 23andMe to find out what. For you personally, not yeah, the dog. Yeah, yeah. My mom and my sister were like, you do it. I'm like, why? Like, <laughs> Any big breakthroughs? My sister was like, I'm not giving my DNA. I'm like, okay, I'll do it. They have everything that they need on us I know, already. I know. You know? <laughs> if anything, <laughs> you might help solve a murder. I Who know, knows? Right? <laughs> Did you find anything interesting no. or different that you need? No. Nah, no. no. Boring. We've never, <laughs> we've never really done it, only because we have an aunt, um, Aunt Jill, who's like, the family historian. The family so historian. She knows all the stuff. Yeah. And has tracked our family back uh, hundreds of years at this point. John Quincy Adams is a distant relative. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we are Irish mostly, right? There was a big conspiracy because we thought we were Welsh because our mom's maiden name is Ardiff, which sounds like Cardiff, Cardiff. the city in Wales. But I think we're more Irish. It is more Irish. Okay. And our dad's side was very Irish. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I was English, Irish with French and German. So, but uh, mm-hmm. we were always told, hey, you're German. Like, I'm like, no, we're not. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, no. I wanted to bring up the dicks again, only because. <laughs> Please do. Um, both my husband and I have the t-shirt, the right. the, the doodle, dicks. the doodle, and I just what I love is that like 
you can go and literally do a a sprouts campaign for a New York developer, but you're going to still paint dicks on things. Yeah. And that makes me so happy. Yeah. You have no idea. It's like, like you're the Steven Soderbergh of <laughs> the muralists. Like you'll do the big contagion movie and oceans 11, but then you'll also make some weird, crazy indie thing too. Yeah. And I really appreciate that. Cause Thank your you. art is like transcends everything. Well, I just want to have fun. And I mean, like, Come on, cartoon dicks, are they really that offensive? You know? No, they're hilarious. I mean, compared oh, to like everything going on in the world. Um, dicks in general are hilarious. They are. I, got, I, got, <laughs> I did this ceiling of cocktail, which is the gay bar in St. Oh, Pete. Oh, of course. I didn't realize you so did I, that. Now yeah. that I think about it, it, it is a lot of doodle dicks. Yeah. So it was an <laughs> actual one. Well, not actual, but like yeah. dildos. There's, well, when I was doing that piece, you know, I got hired by the owner. Uh-huh. And they have like three restroom, personal restrooms, you know. So it was like men's unisex women i was like hey what if we for the third one we do like titties and vagina and he's like no just cock i was like okay <laughs> so i hit i hit a vagina in there branding like, no way there's Good. actually a vagina in there so you gotta find it oh um, i have to find it but if you would have asked me as a closeted gay high schooler if i would have been paid to paint dicks, dicks on the ceiling of a gay bar i would have been like no so no, after I'm that i was like bro. drop brush i'm yeah. done <laughs> Um, were I'm you, not gay, man. Were you part of the hanging of the dildos, or was that an no, afterthought? That, <laughs> that was not me. <laughs> okay, just. I was the afterthought. I was like sent to the restrooms. They're like, we need to make this work. <laughs> I think one of my all-time favorite things is the the raise hat that you did for Pride last uh-huh. year. Oh yeah. Um, that uh, thanks to our mom. Uh, brought me and uh, Jesus, my husband, to that game. Uh-huh. And I don't even think she realized it was your design. Um, it was just a really cool hat. And to this day, I wear that thing I know, everywhere. I saw you wore it on like TV and yes. stuff. I w- that's my TV hat, by yeah. the way. I always wear that one on TV. Well, that was my second hat I did. So I did one two years prior for like a kid's giveaway. So it's a totally different the, color palette. The first one was kind of like... It was like, uh, like a navy. Nickelodeon adjacent kind of comic mm. design well it was no, the it, it had was a tb else. that was in my own handwriting for the patch okay the top, yeah, but it's, yeah, it had yeah. the same kind of brim with the doodle and stuff okay okay, okay. Um, but you know my mother is a huge sports fan so once i got that gig she is yeah. like you have arrived you <laughs> have made it and i i ended up for the first one it happened to be on mother's day and i took my mom to the game and they did this thing on the jumbotron oh about like oh, the whole story cool. of it and stuff and it was a really cool special time so yeah that pride hat people see that on me and they like want to take it from me i'm like you'll never like the owners of good intentions yeah. they want that well they so gave bad. me a whole bunch and i <laughs> like kept them and then people have asked for them and stuff and i like have like five left and i'm like i'm not getting rid of these yeah. <laughs> well there was a little drama because when we got the tickets for that game you know i we were just along for the ride and you know, our mom's like do you want to come to the game we're like sure it's pride and we go and apparently those were only giving away in one section right, right. oh i didn't realize that yeah you, you had, had to buy like a certain ticket you had to get a certain ticket or register for a certain thing i don't know it was suddenly clear that our section was not getting the hat oh and we were like whatever our mother oh no <laughs> did she get the hat disappeared for about a half hour Came back <laughs> with two hats in her hand. <laughs> I was like, "What did you? How did you get these?" She's like, "Just 
here you go. <laughs> <laughs> and did not elaborate. So I don't, I, to this day, I don't know what my mother did oh, to mom. get those hats. That is- <laughs> but she was insistent that we get those hats. And now I'm very appreciative because yeah. I, it's my TV hat. I wear it everywhere. That's so funny. Uh, well, this year I also got to do the um, Tampa Bay Lightning puck for Pride Night. So that was in Whoa. March. So uh, it was like you had to buy it, but um, I had done the artwork for it and they did some posters and stuff. So I took my mom and my husband and another friend and we walk in and my art is on every single uh, video surface. Like <gasps> they used it to animate everything. And oh I was my like, God. Holy cow. That's so cool. That's so, amazing. And I had never been to a lightning game. It was my first time going. They're fun. They're wild. It was, fun. I call it like a, a video game on crack. Yeah. It was like so busy and stuff happening. <laughs> yeah. It was fun. And, they, and the thing that gets me too is like you can't stand during play, which to me feels so like old school, like medieval times. Like, oh no, we have to wait. <laughs> what, no one Go stands? Go to the bathroom. Go <laughs> Yeah, I had a good time. And that was a, those things are really cool just with my family to mm-hmm. like see that happen and be a part of like that. Yeah, because it's a huge call. I mean, sports, yeah. champ, 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 bang. Yeah, yeah. champ And I've never bang. been a sports follower. So just to have my art be a part of that is pretty cool. Yeah. You know, so. Yeah, I feel like I saw yesterday at, uh, we were just at Ray J for Beyonce. Uh-huh. I saw. Was that fun? <gasps> oh, my God. Yeah. <sighs> Oh my God! Did you go as well? I did. Yeah. I didn't get to. We did. I didn't get to stay till the end. We left at like ten forty-five because I was with Danielle, who just mornings on the station, and uh-huh. we were like, Ugh. Um, but well, you probably beat traffic, was, right? Yeah, yeah. but. She hung a disco ball in Raymond James, yeah. a giant disco ball. It was, it was so, just such cool production. Like yeah, having cool. seen that big horse. And, oh yeah. my God. And having seen the formation tour and the global citizen festival that she performed at in the past, this felt so different, not good or better mm-hmm. or, or worse. It, but the difference here, she looked like she was having so much fun. Yeah. yeah. Like, because she's known for, like, meticulous perfection and not a missing Well, isn't that album more fun? The, it's like a dance album. It's, yeah, yeah, it's, like, very house-inspired, and yeah. it's a love letter to queer culture uh-huh. and her uncle, who um, was was very much in that scene and costume designed. Mm-hmm. And, and it was, like, it was almost like being at, like, a Diana Ross concert to me. Like, mm-hmm. you saw, like, the chords being moved. You saw stage hands. And she just came out, like, sometimes she would miss choreography. She'd be like, ah, whatever. Wow. Like, it was so nice to see her just literally letting loose and have fun. Mm-hmm. And the, I almost got a little choked up. There's a segment in the middle where they do, like, a, like a, ballroom like throwdown mm-hmm. and they're calling they're calling the categories and you're watching it and yeah of course it's staged and it's a part of a tour but like i'm in raymond james stadium right. watching the biggest star in the world celebrate ballroom culture yeah that's that's really cool like that 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 just hit for me really hard i was like you know i never would think i would see something like this as as a little gay yeah. growing up. Well, it's cool going to those big concerts too. Like mm-hmm. I hadn't been to one in so long. And last year we went and saw the weekend there. Uh. And I mean, that was just cool. We were like nosebleeds, yeah. <laughs> but they gave everybody these bracelets that went with the music. That's always really neat. Oh. It's like just, we got a cool view of the stadium and I did get tickets to Madonna and you know, she canceled. <gasps> 
She that just rescheduled, Isn't though. Isn't she rescheduling? It's in next April. Are they honoring everything? I think so, yeah. They better. They better. Yeah, so. I was excited about that. I was that on was the fence. September. Maybe now that it's rescheduled, if they're still available, maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Because I was like, okay, we, we, we've got all the divas in one year. we got to pick one. Well, you know, yeah. <laughs> my husband, Dan, his first concert was Madonna in 1984 at USF Sundome. <laughs> And the Beastie what? Boys opened up for it. No. And I'm like, that is the best first concert to go to. That is to. the what a best combo. first concert. Oh. Mine was Conway Twitty. <laughs> which, is a, <laughs> which is a country music. Yes. My dad was a country music fan. Oh. So that's what we got. That's God. what we got. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. Conway Madonna, Conway Twitty, star, Twitty right? star of infomercials at three in the morning right? when you oh wake up. Darling. Oh my God. That's funny. What was your first concert? Um, we have actually discussed this. So the first, I would say large scale. So I, technically, let me back that up. Janice Landing, Sheryl Crow. Yeah. Sam and I went to when her, that first song came out. All, all, all I want to yeah. I mean, that was, yeah. we sang it that on had repeat. had been like 90 or something 94 maybe like probably about not yeah, yeah. mid 90s we were just old enough and um our dad's uh, best friend who was the at the time the uh, uh promoter, promoter for mm -hmm. janice uh our dad <laughs> asked uh you know hey any chance you have tickets for this cheryl crow concert coming up and she was nobody at the time and i'll never forget this guy, his name's Rob Douglas. He's like a legend locally. I know Better Rob. Do you know oh, Rob? I do. I do. Yeah. Oh, he's like he's dear. a future yeah. podcast guest. Yeah. Also. Okay. He's <laughs> he's like an uncle to us. Like yeah. he's we've known him all our life. But so you know, towering figure. Yeah. Yeah. And he said, "Who the fuck is Shell Crow?" <laughs> I could hear him saying that. <laughs> And I've always joked, I'm like, if you ever write an autobiography <laughs> right. or a memoir, that has to be the title. Yeah. <laughs> a memoir. <laughs> That's hilarious. Uh, um, but yeah, I would say large scale, it was share. Mm -hmm. um, I think so. Um, that was. Uh, did you guys always go together to shows and stuff? Or for like the most part, when we were kids, when we were kids. Yeah. Usually, it was Max saying what we were doing, and I was like, "Okay." <laughs> Except for Backstreet Boys, you did. I don't think. Did you go to? Backstreet I went to Backstreet Boys, Boys yeah. at the Ice mm -hmm. Palace. At the Ice Palace. Um, but uh, yeah, I don't feel like we went. That was to where a Cher ton. was too. Yeah, one, one of my yeah. most my biggest memory of a concert was at Tampa Bay Stadium back in the day. It was 1987, and it was. A Fourth of July Day concert, so it was Beach Boys open, then Starship, and then Whitney Houston. Oh, are wow. you kidding me? Oh my god! And we went with our whole family and another family, and it was like a whole day of like amazing. Oh like, my god, that's yeah. awesome! I miss when stadiums weren't named after sponsors. The Tampa Bay Stadium—that's <laughs> yeah, what yeah. it should be. I mean, that's what we called it. So. The Ice Palace. I know the, the worst is that amphitheater. It's always changing, like Midfoot. the one eight hundred Ask, Ask Gary. Gary. Oh. God, thank God they changed that. that yeah. was, how can anyone take that seriously? I know. Yeah, I, I mean, I understand it. It's a necessary evil, but it's so. Can you imagine if they had to have that on the back of concert T-shirts? Yeah. Like, like every concert yeah. venue's yeah. name. Yeah. I was going to say, can you imagine having to paint a mural on that theme? <laughs> I do Ross. I do Ross. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God. Well, 
Chad, this has been too much. This yeah. has been so oh fun. Well, I appreciate it. Thanks for asking me. And I, I love following you guys. And I love the podcast and what you guys are doing. For Thank this. you so much. Thank you so much. And right back at you. Man. Yeah. Like, I'm loving space. It's so much Thank It's you. so much fun. Everything well, you do. This is only the beginning of space. Um, it'll be good stuff coming up. Well, yeah. Thank you for making the city so beautiful. We really mm-hmm. appreciate it. You do a lot for us. So Thank you. And uh, we'll, we'll see, see you next, next week. week. <laughs> <laughs>